killing myself I can't afford to be here This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Kyle Dotson. And joining us today in the Zoom room to discuss the new Paul McCartney album, McCartney 3, is our old friend, and I say McCartney expert, Gwyn Ashley. <laughs> Gwyn, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I wouldn't call myself McCartney ex- expert. Well, I will. You've met the man in person. Yes. Now, we didn't talk about... Talk that much. Hey, yeah. look. Look at oh, you. Oh, you got a McCartney three mask. Nice. How much did that cost you? It came with my kit. I ordered that kit with the bonus track on uh-huh. it. I'll tell you later what the bonus I, track is. I don't know if I don't know how I feel about artists making money by selling masks. I feel like I feel like maybe they're making money off of the uh, what do I want to say? Um. Uh, tragedy? Yes, the tragedy of others. I couldn't pull the I couldn't I drank a lot of rum last night. Unless it specifically says like this this whatever goes towards like any proceeds go towards whatever. Yeah. Know? Right. Right. On the other hand, it. on the other hand, I am super guilty of ordering masks with like my favorite people on them. Mm-hmm. Like I got a somebody feed Phil mask. Although I think his his proceeds do go to like um, a charity for restaurant employees. I think he's part of that. Who's that's McCartney? No, no, no. Uh, so Phil uh, Rosenthal. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, Phil Rosenthal. Yeah, I'm sure. He's, I'm sure these guys that are gazillionaires, um, their reach as far as donating money is is vast. Right, but I don't think I don't think I paid any extra for this. I think it was part of that kit was, that was offered through. Like, I don't think it was more. It was like a bonus. It was like a fun thing. Yeah, it was like quick. Go get your special red colored CD with the mask that comes with it, or something with the bonus track. And gotcha. there were four four bonus you know, tracks. Now before four, we, well, there are four different colors with four different designs and four different bonus tracks on each. Like the blue one has a bonus track, the red one has a bonus track, the yellow one has a. They all have bonus tracks, except right. that but except they're that, all different. except that green one from Target. That's just uh, that's just different artwork. These artists, these artists are smart. Now, before we continue, I want to let everyone know that uh, I put the link to this Zoom uh, call out to the world on my Twitter and uh, with the hopes that Paul McCartney would join us. But what we got, we got what I thought might happen is we have, uh, we have uh, some people that are, that are, well, one person so far that has joined and unmute yourself, sir. Yes, uh, can you hear me? I can. Keith, Keith Jacobson, hello. Uh, Hello, please, Pat. Please happy meet, New Year. Happy New Year to do to you too. Now, I assume Keith, you're a listener. I I recognize your name. Yes. Now, what, I am a listener. Now, what made you uh, have the balls <laughs> to to join in today? Did you just say, "What the hell"? I'm going to do this. For I just fun. wanted to watch the magic happen, Pat. All right. No. Well, so Keith, you are certainly uh, you are certainly allowed to stay, and um, 
Uh, Only for uh, 16 minutes, though, I tweeted at you. If I could, you said come in for 15 minutes. I asked if I could stay for 16. You said that was good. So you're the one. Okay. I thought you meant what if Paul wants to stay for 16 minutes? <laughs> oh, well, that's fine if he wants to stay for 16. Actually, if Paul wants to stay for uh, seven minutes, I think that's probably okay, too, right? I got to be honest, Keith. Uh, we're full now. So if Paul wants in, it's too late. <laughs> well, I'll leave. Just let me know and I'll leave. I, I don't want to. He has to leave. Keith has to leave. <laughs> Maybe Paul will stay for three minutes. Ha ha. Funny. All right, Keith. Well, uh, <laughs> Keith, you know what? Just join in and, uh, you know, listen in. And if I might ask you questions, have you, Keith, have you listened to McCartney 3? Uh, yes, I, I have. All right. Yes. And do you like but it? I won't be able well, to provide any great insight on it. I, I, okay. I think that's more of a casual listen. All right. All right. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. I, I've listened to it so many times because I'm really into it. So here's what we're going to do. First of all, let's, let's do the history. Uh, in 1970, Paul's first post Beatles album was an album called McCartney. And this is an album that Paul sings and plays everything on the album. It's a true solo album. And it's called McCartney. Then in 1980, the first post Wings album is McCartney 2. And this again is all Paul. A true solo album. He sings and plays everything. So here we are in 2020, 40 years since McCartney 2. And it's, it's his uh, post, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was made in Rockdown. It's not a post anything. But Paul says it's made in Rockdown, and we get uh, we get a surprise from Paul. We get McCartney three because he just released a new album two years ago. So this is a pretty quick turnaround for uh, for Sir Paul. All right, yes, Gwyn. No, nothing. All right, go ahead. And Gwyn, I have to tell you, I have to tell everyone listening, Gwyn is still uh, she's in one of our top six uh, all time most downloaded episodes, and it's uh, it's our Wings episode, and. I have to assume that's because of you, Gwen. Not so much uh, on Lawrence Juber. More on, uh, I, I think it's because of you. Absolutely, you know it has to do with me. <laughs> I have so many followers. It's so funny if you look at the six most uh, top-loaded episodes. It's like, oh, it's an episode about Queen. Oh, they certainly came to hear me. No, Queen <laughs> McCartney. You know, so Radiohead. But anyway, okay. So here we are. We're going to do a track by track. First, let me ask you, Gwen. What did you do last night for New Year's Eve? Why do you want me to sound pathetic, Pat? Well, Why? everyone's going to have the same. Everyone path- to know. Um, actually, what I did was I um, uh, listened to. I, I joined a Facebook Live of one of my favorite um, people in the world, Ralph Covert. Okay. Um, t- performs every night uh, now wow. during during lockdown. He performs twice a day. He does his kids show in the morning, and he does a staycation show in the evening. He calls it, and he calls us his staycation army. Anyway, it's really fun. It's the same people like every night. I can't go every night, obviously. Right. But you're busy. Last, well, yeah, you know, out here he starts at six. It's our time. And usually I'm still working. But, um, you know, New Year's Eve, I had nothing going on. I was really excited that he decided to do a show on New Year's Eve anyway. And it was like being, you know, in Chicago in a bar on New Year's Eve with oh. the bad examples. I mean, it was fun. And did you, did you pour out a beverage for yourself? I did not because I... Unlike you, Pat, I knew that I was doing this today. Okay. And I, I wanted to be my best, my very yeah. best. <laughs> my best so, is no, about I... a three. So my best is about <laughs> a three. All right. Well, that's still, look. Every, All tied together. Everyone's going to have the same, the same story. You said you're working now. You're working from home? 
Yeah, I've been working from home since March, but um, I do have to go in every now and then mm-hmm. because uh, the live shows yeah. require someone to do the, the button, delay button. Hit the delay button. Right. So um, that booth is in. There's no way to do that remotely. We right. have to go in to the booth and do it. And, you know, it is what it is. We, we're pretty safe. They've There are actually two booths set up, so we're not sitting in the same booth now. Okay. Um, so just walk in. Straight to the booth, close the door, wipe everything down, do the show, walk out. That's kind of how we're doing. And uh, have you been tested? We we get tested every week. We nice. have that at at work. Luckily, I'm very very fortunate. All right, well, good. I'm glad that you uh, are considered essential and you're still working. <laughs> that's that's positive. That's good. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our, our, our guest, uh, Keith, our unwanted guest. That's what I'm going to call you, Keith, our unwanted <laughs> guest. Keith, what did you do for uh, New Year's Eve last night? And by the way, I like uh, your, I like the albums behind you, Keith. Very nice. Oh, thanks. Yes. Thanks. Uh, we stayed in last night. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife and I watched the Avet brothers did a, uh, a, a live, uh, webcast last night. Well, I'm not really sure it was live. I, they were sort of playing it off. It was live, but I don't really think it was. I think it was recorded a day or two before. And then they just push play and let everyone enjoy it. Yes. Nice. So, Keith, what part of the country are you in? I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. And, and Keith, did you uh, did you have a beverage while the Avet Brothers played? Of course I did. Excellent. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. Uh, Keith, yes. kids? Do you have kids? Yes, I have three kids. How old are those uh, Rugrats? They're all teenagers. They're uh, 17, uh, 15, and 13. So. so they were all in the house too last night? Yes, yes. All right. Excellent. All right. On- online playing with their friends play at xbox or whatever it is they do good so. good and i know i give them the basement they just go to the basement and uh, i don't know what's going on down there. and then you can lock the door once they get down there so that's nice yeah, pretty much <laughs> and kyle what did you do for new year's just, eve uh, we just hung out here with uh, marissa's parents mm-hmm. just ate food played some board games and a beverage? I'm very concerned about people drinking on New Year's Eve. Apparently. Did you, did you have uh, a no, beverage? I had like a, I just had like a tea. Oh, stuff like that. What a wuss. Uh, I was, I was lame. I had a tea. You had a, yeah. just one. I don't want to overdo it. The caffeine gets like in. To... <laughs> I, uh, uh, Pat, Pat, why the concern over drinking? Everyone was staying at their house. I mean, I understand if they were going out no to the driving. club. but Yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to know if everyone, you know, New Year's Eve seems that's oh, the time to drink. I I did have a, I had a, a hot cider with some rum in it. Oh, so. now we're talking, oh. buddy. Hot cider with rum. I'm a lightweight. Yeah. So I had, uh, I had uh, two rum drinks last night and, and, and forget it. That's I'm done. It's I'm lucky to be up. Seriously. That's how <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. I'm super lightweight. But, uh, and if it's a, if it's a tasty alcohol beverage that you can just pound down, that's, that's the best. I'm in trouble for Yeah. I don't want to wince. I don't want to be drinking gin on the rocks or some. A martini, Ugh, gross. Uh, That's, everything I do has everything. All my vices have to taste like candy. When I used to smoke, oh, yeah. it was menthol cigarettes. I mean, everything. If I had had to smoke, if they didn't have menthol cigarettes, I would never have started smoking. Well, I wish they didn't then, Gwen. Although you could start vaping. They have all kinds of flavors. So maybe look, I know, in, look I into that. For, I vaped for like three months. Yeah. Oh, don't vape, Gwen. It looks trashy. No, no. It's <laughs> trashy. <laughs> As opposed to smoking, regular smoking. Smoking is elegant. No, smoking is also <laughs> trashy. <laughs> what do you have? What, what do you Keith, have I, one of Keith, things? I hope you don't smoke. I'm making fun of smokers. No, I do not smoke. Okay, no. excellent, excellent. Okay, what actually, if you have like a Cruella Deville or like a, a look Burgess at that. Meredith? Yeah, thing. that's great. Well, see, actually, vaping helped me quit smoking, Pat. Um, I mean, oh, okay. accidentally. It, we, accidentally. Okay. 
It wasn't on purpose. I, I you switched hated it. all the other people vaping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There was a time in my life where I. Who I is this talking now? Who's this that just butted in? Sorry. No, I'm well, sorry, I Keith. You go ahead. Me in here, I did, I Keith. Go ahead. Me. Tell me. Tell me. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm running out of time. I have two more minutes left. I said I'd stay for 16. So I, there was one time in my life where uh, I thought having a pipe, I would smoke from a pipe. I thought that was kind of uh, cool. It really wasn't. But uh, I bought a pipe and bought the stuff to, you know, uh, so. I do like the smell a of a of, pipe, a though. Lot of I do too. Yeah, pipe smo- uh, smoke, is, it smells good. Yes, Kyle? I was going to say the same thing. A lot of work goes into the pipe, I would assume. It looks like a big process. Like yeah, a make, it, making, was, it was kind of, it was kind of like a mess. Like a French press. I, I gave it up very quickly. Now, I have a thing called a bubble pipe, and kids love it. <laughs> they just seem to really dig that. They so follow you around. They come right in the van, Gwen. You're the Pied Piper. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's All right. Let's, uh, Keith, stick around for a couple tracks. This is just the nonsense we Not do up funny. front. Okay, yeah, Gwen, why did you laugh at that? That's not funny. I don't know. <laughs> not funny at all. I, I like your apartment, Gwen. It's very it's very nice. You got some I mean, uh, this, tinsel up there? You got a couch? You got a bookshelf? I've, I've got two couches. Two couches? Um, my, nice. You can't see my tree. It's over around the corner. Yeah, it's little, but it's nice. Yeah, did you get your air conditioning and heating unit fixed, or is it leaking? Did rain come in? <laughs> I believe you're... You posted you it. You posted it to the I world. I know. Uh, well... No, because the, the rain did not come from the south. It's it's only a problem when the rain comes slamming from the okay, south. Because okay. that's where the AC, that's the window that the AC is. You know what else comes slamming from the south? Leonard Skinnerd. <laughs> Skinnerd. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, this is the album. It's called McCartney 3. It's got uh, 11 tracks on the regular edition. And it kicks off with Long-Tailed Winter Bird. And this has... a uh, Quite a long intro, so we're going to hear some of the intro, and then Kyle will pop us at his discretion into the lyrics. The lyrics are pretty much, do you miss me? Do you feel me? Do you miss me? Do you feel me? And then uh, later on, he says, do you touch me? And, uh, and that just repeats. But for some reason, it's, a, it's quite a catchy little, uh, little number for me. So let's hear it, Kyle. Jump ahead. All right. I'm just going to start since I already jumped in, but uh, I like that song a lot. And it's, again, lyrically, there's not much to it, but uh, the music really just, uh, I don't know, it makes me feel good. And that's what I like about this album. It feels like a comfort album to me. It came just at the right time when we needed it, the end of the year. And Paul McCartney always, uh, I feel, is like, a, like, I think if he was here, he'd give us a hug, although he decided not to pop in, that jerk. But um, 
You know what I mean. So that's what I like that song. Let's go around in uh, to Gwen. Gwen, what do you think? Um, I I like it when when that when it kicks in. Okay. Towards the end there that you just played, Kyle. That I like it very much there when it starts to get like a, you know, I'm for me the beginning part goes on a little bit too long. Okay. Um, sparse lyrics are fine with me mm-hmm. if the if if it sounds great. You know what I mean. I don't mind that at all. I just think that beginning part, I wish it had kicked in a little bit sooner, but um, no, I like it. It sounds like winter. It does sound like winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that guitar, it sounds like I can picture it uh, scenically, you know, following animals in the woods, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) very cold looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I like that. I like that uh, description. Very nice. And uh, Keith, what did you think of that song? I liked it. I, you know, like I said, I haven't spent a ton of time. Mm-hmm. I think I've, I've listened to it a couple of times, but I haven't sat maybe and, uh, and gave it the true listen through that I should to be able to, uh, speak here uh, intelligently. It's so. okay. You can, you can, you can just pontificate off the cuff and, uh, I just don't know how, how does Paul play all those instruments and sing at the same time? I don't understand. Well, he's he Paul McCartney. So he's like a one man band. Yeah. He's, he, <laughs> He's got symbols between his knees. It's crazy over there. He, he's got to wind I up. I want to point out, I just I just uh, realized I'm drinking from my, uh, it's a With the Beatles um, ah, glass. Very it's nice. It's supposed to be dishwasher safe, but apparently through the years, it's uh, not anymore because it's faded. Yeah, so I think it's dishwasher that. safe like uh, four times. And then after that, look out. <laughs> yeah. But so. uh, again, that song is called Long-Tailed Winter Bird. So, and it does feel like winter. So, uh, in that regard, I'm going to say, uh, bravo, bravo, Sir Paul. You, you put winter in the title and you nailed the feel for Gwen Ashley. All right. That's all that matters. Moving right along. I believe the next song is the one that was released as a single. If there's such a thing these days, I think find my way was the one that was released as a single and, uh, maybe it would have helped to do more research, but I'll just go off the cuff. <laughs> Kyle, let's hear some of find my way. Let's start this one off with uh, Gwen Ashley. Gwen, what do you think? Um, it makes me smile uh, because the lyrics are funny to me. You know, he knows his left from right. You know, I can find my way. It just, to me, that's funny. And then... Uh, it is. That's you know, true. You know, and then he, he walks towards the light. I mean, my first impulse is to go, don't, don't walk towards the light. <laughs> yeah, Carol Ann, don't go don't to the light, back. Carol Ann. <laughs> I mean, so it's a little bit funny to me. Um, and again, I like, I guess I like songs that have like a good rhythm thing going on. Yeah. So I really like it. The only thing I don't like about it, and I'm, I'm, I noticed this yesterday as I was listening a few times, 
I think I have a problem with certain instruments that he's playing in this album. I think that is my biggest complaint. It's just I don't like them. Like so synthesizers. We, I'm not okay. like really like into some of the instruments he's playing. So it's a little bit, I don't know if it's a synthesizer because I'm stupid about that stuff, but whatever that instrument is, it sounds synthy to me. And I don't know if I like it, but I do like the song very much. And I like that. He's like, I'll help you to me. That's comforting. Like you said, it's like a comforting. I like it. It definitely is. Yeah. I like this one a lot too. Keith, what do you think? I, I liked it a lot. And actually, uh, the opposite of what Gwen said, I really like the, uh, um, the, the or, I'm going to call it an organ that he's playing at the beginning there, the synthesizer. I, I think it's kind of fun. It gives it, it, gave me a little bit of a monkey's vibe. Does that like a 60s, you know, sort of monkey's vibe? That makes I sense. I, I like it. I like it. So Yeah, it's just a fun song. It's just, uh, yeah. it, like you said, it just makes you feel good. What about you, Kyle? I like that one. I like the last one, too. Uh, it had a cool groove, but uh, yeah, this one was cool. It's good way to kick off the album. Both yeah. of them, two for two. Yeah, the first song. The first song is more of an introduction to the album, and then mm-hmm. this this is your first legit kind of song, you know, yeah. traditional sounding pop song. And um, and how old is Paul now? Is he eighty? No, no. I laugh is, like is that. he ninety? Is he ninety? Yeah, he's ninety. You're way off. Wow. Up. Uh, isn't he seventy eight? 78. Okay. I think. So not that 42. far. 42. 1942. He was born in 1942. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And his, um, uh, and his voice quick, is, quick, his, do the math quick. His voice is, uh, <laughs> his voice sounds good on this song. I mean, some of the songs you can tell that the voice is, um, is not as strong as it once was, but he, he is staying in uh, his range for these. Now, Gwen, you just saw him in concert two years ago. How was his voice live? I saw him over the summer or I'm oh, sorry. No, the last summer. You're right. Like a year ago. 2018. 2019. You saw him in 2019. Now, how was his voice live? Uh, I saw the Dodger stadium show. It mm-hmm. was actually really decent. I All mean, right. I took some video where I was, and I, the reason I took some video was to go like, Hey, look, I mean, it sounds, he sounds great. And yeah. it was like the last night of the tour. So I, I felt like he's, I mean, and believe me, Nobody knows better than him, I'm sure. Yes, exactly. He's aware. He's a he's aware. And so he's he gets the guys to sing with him on the shakier parts, mm-hmm. you know, and they support him and you he gets lost in there a little bit so you can't tell as much, you know, they're so tight. Yeah. The tightest. And because um, Paul Paul's not a straight up rock and roll singer, let's say like how Mick Jagger is. So Mick, if his voice is starting to go, he can do things, he can do rock and roll, you know phrasings and stuff or growl a little but paul has a very you know lovely voice so you know he he, like you said he knows he knows knows. there's not as many tricks he can pull out of his hat live i love i mean he still can scream a song and on this album you know his falsetto is great you know he knows that he could he can scream or he can do falsetto those are fine you know exactly plays with that a lot on this album All right, let's move on to track three, Pretty Boys. Look into my lens. Give me all you got. Work it for me, baby. Let me take my best shot. Meet the pretty boys. (laughs) 
A line of bicycles for hire Objects of desire Working for the squire You can look But you better not touch Cause you come to pretty boys They're gonna set your world on fire Objects of desire So now lyrically, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, he's, he's talking about male models, right? The pretty boys look into my lens. Is he the photographer? And did he make it pretty boys instead of pretty girls? Because it would be less creepy. But at the same time, it, <laughs> the lyrics are a little creepy for some reason to me. I don't know. I don't know how to, um, I don't know what to say. I like the song. I like it a lot, but I love the acoustic guitar. But lyrically, it's um, this is one I would have asked him about. Gwen? Uh, yeah, I um, I I'm with you. It comes off a little bit creepy. I've read that he is talking about male models, and I and I think it's sort of about how uh, strange their life is. I don't think he is the photographer. I think he's talking about okay the things that they hear. Look into my lens. Do it for uh, me, baby. Okay, like thank that you. Kind yeah. of like. Uh, so he's, he's empathetic with them. It's not that he's being the creepy photographer. Okay. Okay. He, I like that you've uh, straightened me out. He, yeah. He's apparently saying, this is what they hear. This is, you know, um, I, the thing about this song is, but, uh, but I'm, I'm with you. It comes off a little, if I didn't know that. Right. Like, right. What is this? About? Yeah. If there's no backstory sometimes and you have to paint your own picture, you can go to the, right. to the wrong place all the time. But I think it sounds to me, it sounds a little, little willowy. Mm-hmm. From uh, uh, Flaming Pie? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I just listened to Flaming Pie recently when it was re-released. That's a great album. Yeah, um, I love, and Little Willow is one of my favorite songs. So I, to me, I was like, oh, this has a real sense of Little Willow about it. I wonder if the, I wonder if the, um, the, the 1960s Beatles, maybe they're the pretty boys in this song. Maybe. And maybe, maybe. these are all the things that uh, they were bombarded with when they were entering uh, the world of fame and on photo shoots, who knows? Uh, Keith, what'd you think about this song? Uh, I agree. It it does sound a little bit creepy, I I think uh, (laughs) lyrically, but then I I was just looking at the lyrics and there is a line at the end. He says, you can look, but you'd better not touch. So uh, I guess maybe it's okay after he he said that. (laughs) So, but then I was in my crack research that I was just doing Pat uh, too. (laughs) There's a little interview from the New York Times, and uh, he he said that you know he's been photographed you know many times through the years. So I think actually it really is sort of his perspective, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, he's experienced going through that. So yeah, I want to tell you the 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 photos of Paul in this uh, in the CD booklet are spectacular. There's I think there's only four. Uh, well, inside there's a collage, but the four photos that are taken specifically for the album artwork. He looks, he looks great. He looks fantastic. He looks like he's having fun. He looks cool. You know, he's vegan, so he's always thin. And, uh, and he's kept his hair. That's what my friend Mike Siegel says. Uh, my co-host Mike Siegel, he says, if you stay rock star thin and you keep your hair, you always be a rock star. So <laughs> bravo, Mike Siegel, for, that, uh, <laughs> for uh, taking it to the base level of looks. Okay. Right. 
So uh, moving on to women and wives. Again, I don't know. I don't quite know what this song is about either, but I love it. This uh, mm-hmm. this album came out a week after we recorded our 2020 year in review episode, or I would have definitely uh, been talking about this more. So that's why I wanted to highlight this album uh, on its own, and it gave an, us an opportunity to have Gwyn back on, of course, and of course our unwanted co-host uh, Keith. <laughs> Keith, uh, I'm going to go to you first, Keith. Keith, when I tweet about this episode, I'm going to I'm going to call you the unwanted co-host. That's perfectly fine. Matt. Okay. I'm okay, with okay that. cool. And I'm going to have your name added to the artwork now, too, Keith. Mm. So uh, people are going to be pissed. They're going to go, You mean if I would have just popped in, I could have been on the show? And it, you, you posted it. I literally had the opportunity, but they're all nursing their hangovers. They had yep. a little too much to drink last night, probably. I got to be honest, Keith. I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that some crazies haven't popped in here to bombard us with their, uh, you know, a picture of their butt or something. But um, <laughs> I told Gwen to uh, be warned because I was going Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. going to let anyone that wanted to come in, come in. Keith, did you think that I wouldn't let you in when you tried? Did you think, no, what did you no, think? No, I figured you'd let me in. You put it out there. So I didn't realize I would there. be co-hosting. Them, yeah. Well, so. I put it out there for Paul McCartney, just to be clear, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't read, I didn't read between the lines I, on that path. So. I'm glad that Keith is such a nice, uh, well-spoken guy. I know it could be very, very, um, because some of our listeners, whoa, boy, yeah. I can go get some of my teenagers. They don't even know who Paul McCartney is. No, I'm kidding. They do. Actually. They do. I, actually, I, I was going to say, how can you raise teenagers? How can you raise teenagers? No, no, no. Who don't know Paul McCartney? So I, you were talking about Gwen last time you, you saw him in concert uh, a few years back. So uh, I have seen him twice in concert. And so the last time I w- went back to look was 2014, I think it was, at the United Center in Chicago. And I had this, this idea that uh, I was going to take the entire family because, you know, how many chances do you have to see a beetle? Oh, Keith, you're a millionaire. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and I saw the ticket prices and I said, mm, yeah, no, okay, I'm just going to take one of you. So I took my oldest uh, son. So, uh, so you know, I'm kidding. They, they do all know uh, who the Beatles are. How, does the, how do you choose your children, Sophie? How do you pick one? <laughs> well, he, he, 
he was the oldest, so that that, that right. was sort of the, the default for him. I thought, you know what? It was his first concert too. So uh, I thought Ooh. see Paul McCartney for your first concert. That's pretty great. That's pretty now, great. My daughter, who's the youngest, she actually had gone to a concert before him. Her first concert was Justin Bieber. So I, I don't know. I don't think she's gonna she's I don't a, think she wins that yeah, contest. She's a lost cause Keith cause Keith. Keith, what was your first concert? Uh, my first concert was actually the Monkees uh, in their uh, sort of MTV revival time frame at the worst concert venue ever, the Pontiac Silverdome uh, outside of Detroit. Wow! And it was just the th- it was just the three guys, right? No, no, Mike Nesmith. No, I think it was all of them. I was I was younger. I thought Nesmith was on that one. So okay, cool. I, I'd have to go back and, and double check it, but I do I do remember who the openers were too, and it was the Grassroots and uh, Herman's uh, Herman's Hermits. I love Herman's Hermits. I like the Grassroots. That's not a bad. That's a pretty good first concert too. <laughs> it was, but it but the Pontiac Silverdome is just a terrible, terrible venue. So and and God rest its soul, it's been demolished. So uh, it's no longer around. But you know the giant football stadium domes are not great concert venues. So all right. So that's my first concert I went to with my parents. Uh, I was a, a younger teenager. I always then say my first concert I went without uh, them was to see the band Living Color. Uh, wow, in, excellent! In Arbor at a theater, so yes. So Keith, from a couple of weeks ago, how'd you like that uh, Vernon Reed uh, interview I did? You, you know what, Pat is. Um, I'm sorry, it is on my uh, in my queue to listen to that episode. I, yeah, I know. Now it's time for you to kick Jesus me out. So. Okay, you can you can stay. Okay, Gwen, what was your first concert? Um. <clears throat> Um, it was the Bay City Rollers, Pat. That's cool. It was the Bay City Rollers at, I think it was McCormick Place in Chicago. Very nice. Was it fun? Well, yeah, because um, my friend was a very big roller fan, and um, I was along for the ride, basically. I think I was trying to experience, I was already a Beatle fan. Mm -hmm. I think I was trying to sort of live a similar experience with her, so like... hmm pretending that I loved them so much. And I remember chasing the car, the limo after the show. I mean, wow. I was really living like some kind of, this is very Beatlesque. This is a very Beatlesque. Yeah. A hard bays night. Ooh. God, Look what I did. Okay. That's Kyle, what was, <laughs> Kyle, what was your first concert? Something opened on my computer. Uh, I hope it's it not was... pornography. Is it pornography? No, it's a, it's a video game is like just going crazy. All right. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! What is happening? Close all windows. Uh, my first concert was um, Neil Diamond. And, and how <laughs> how old were you? I think I was in fifth grade. You mm-hmm. know, right at the right at the height right of the an, time. Neil Diamond fandom. Yeah. Did and, your what? Did your parents take you? My dad took me. Yeah, I went with my dad and my nana. Oh, my God. So so that's my brother and my mother and you as a fifth grader. And the whole time my (laughs) nana goes, does he have a mustache? (laughs) And of course he did not. You must have had very good seats uh, for Nana to start putting facial hair on people. Maybe, yeah. maybe, did he have one of those Zoom things open and he just put facial hair on himself? Is that what he did? <laughs> yeah. All right. My yep. first concert was, or, I'm sorry, keep going, Kyle. You had another story, I'm sure. Something no, no, fun. no. That was it. That All was right. it. Kyle, now, are you listening to this album uh, for the first time or did you yeah. d- dig into yeah. it when I gave there you there weren't the f- that many cue points that yeah. I just... <laughs> 
listen to the three I queued up. Yeah, we've been starting most of the songs from the top because the intros are, are pretty quick and they get right into the lyrics. Uh, well, I'm glad Kyle is less prepared than I am for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Keith, at least you don't have things popping up on your screen that are uh, taking you out of the episode. Have you asked him what he thinks of the artwork yet? Uh, yeah, he did. He he liked the artwork. I, oh, okay. I like the artwork a lot. Yeah, he likes it's it. Readable. Yeah. I like the yeah. Sim- I like the, I like white, the white is my favorite dye. dye. <laughs> do you like that? You don't have to have a title on there. You just kind of know the, just know yeah. that it's three. the title of it with, by the picture. Yeah. Now this is from the album, uh, McCartney, uh, die. Cause di- dice would be, if there were two, it would be dice, but this album is just called die. McCartney die. die. All right. Die. <laughs> uh, I just have to Go add my, towards that light. My first concert, <laughs> my first concert was kiss at the Pittsburgh <laughs> civic arena. And uh, my parents are the biggest worry worts in the world. And for some reason, they let a 15-year-old get on a, a, a bus and go over to Pittsburgh, two and a half hours away, and go see Kiss. Holy crap. Now, it was a bus tour. It was one of these things where everyone on the bus was going to the Kiss oh. concert. Oh, that's good. This is how we did it where I grew up, because we were like two and a half hours away from Pittsburgh. So my friend and I went. So we were together. But... Um, I can't believe my parents didn't worry about now. We'll put him on the bus in Altoona and he'll get off and go to the concert, but they must've been really worried that what if he doesn't get on the bus to come home? (laughs) That's the thing you got to worry about. Okay. Moving on from my stupid story. Uh, This next song is track five lavatory Lil, or as he says, lavatory Lil. Lavatory. Lavatory Lil. Is this before it even starts? uh, Is she a hooker? Is she a groupie? Not a hooker, a groupie. I, I, I don't know. You could be right. Lavatory I'm, Lil. I'm, I think she's a drug addict. That's what I think. Oh, she's think like she's a party a drug girl. addict. So I mean, she's always that, in the bathroom shooting up or that, snorting. That's my interpretation. I, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, after just the first four listens, that's what I get from it. I, like I said, I could be wrong. Now she could also have IBS. That's right. And that's why that's they call right. Why are we jumping to the? Why are we jumping to drugs and, and groupies? She, I said hooker. Must, you said hooker. I busted that's out hooker. Worse. Yeah, that's terrible. What a way to start out twenty twenty one. Groupies don't get paid. <laughs> no. Okay, let's hear lavatory Lil. A couple verses up, yeah, it says uh, she'd she'd probably rather go and swallow a pill. So yeah, she's a she could be a druggie. She could be a drug. There were also um, I did some research. There were uh, other possible titles for this. There was a bathroom Betty, uh, <laughs> commode Connie, which is weird. This is not a word people use. Uh, toilet Terry was one, but um, these are all going over big. Uh, <laughs> 
I like the song a lot. I, I, I like, I'm killing it, uh, Kyle. I'm ringing in 2021 with silence, and I'm, I love it. Wow. I, I loved. Uh, I love him doing the background vocals. Obviously, he is because it's it's all Paul on this album. Uh, I like the groove of this. I like the dude. I just love it. So, um, yeah, I, I love this song too. Uh, Gwen, what do you think? Uh, I'm with you. This was on on first listen. Uh, this was my favorite. Because yeah, I think again, I yeah, I like the. I'm a, I'm a bass girl, and I think it's Paul's fault. But I, I like a bass. I like draw. I like a rhythm, strong rhythm section. Yeah. So I like anything that's like that. And and it's more upbeat. I gotta say, I was gonna say about women and wives. I think that was sort of the song where I started to go. Every song on this album has like the key they're in or mm-hmm. whatever is kind of melancholy and somber and yeah. foreboding. But this one's more upbeat, which I kind of like, you know, it, it breaks that up a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. This was the first one. I liked every, I liked everything, but this was the first one where you were like, oh, you just like perked up a little bit. Like, oh, here we yeah. go. And, uh, and again, that's uh, five songs into the album. So right, right, right. You know, not dead center, but close. Uh, Kyle, what do you think of Lavatory Lil? Not as a person, but as a song. Let's not judge oh, her. So I don't judge let her. me, yeah, let me back up then. Uh, no, as a song, it was good. Yeah. So far, I think it is my favorite too. With the, like the, the groove is cool in it and it just, it's just silly and, and fun. And at the end it says, uh, she's acting like a starlet, but she's looking like a harlot. So yeah, Gwen, you nailed it with that. Your former days as a vapor, you, you could tell who was on the drugs. Right. I know, you know, I, I can size people up just five seconds. Judging a book by its cover is, is always fun. <laughs> good at it. I'm so good at it. I am too. I can tell. Uh, I, I also hate that saying because that's like literally the point of book covers is to entice you to buy it. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Um, every time, uh, a friend of ours, uh, whether it's a male or female, but they break up with whoever they were dating. It's so funny. Cause the first time we meet them, like Pilar and not every time, but Pilar would be like, Hey, I thought he was really nice. And I'm like, I don't like him. And then like <laughs> a year, you know, like six months later they broke up. Yeah. She said he was not a nice guy. Like, That's what I told you. So, uh, and my, I'm literally in the 95 percentile of always getting it right. So. So Keith, I got to be honest with you. Not digging you, <laughs> <laughs> Keith. What do you think of Lavatory? So he is so nice. He is so nice. He, he knows so I'm joking. Nice. He listens to the show, except Vernon Reed episode. Um, <laughs> it, it's on my list to do right after this. Uh, we're done recording this. Uh, I will. I will listen to that. Pat. Uh, so first of all, uh, I did a little bit of crack research. Also, I love uh, that you're doing that. You're actually doing the work Kyle was supposed to do. I like that. Maybe you'll be the unwanted producer. <laughs> uh, a uh, a proposed title but got passed was uh, she came in through the bathroom window part three so, that's, so. that's a better uh, joke than mine for sure keith sure. Uh, so no but i did i did do a little bit of crack research okay here. in dark times apparently uh interview paul said that this is a parody of a woman that he had worked with uh that he didn't quite like uh and then later on i guess he right. changed tune a little bit and he just said it was a parody. So apparently whoever that person was he worked with uh, quickly figured out who it was. And so he he maybe had to walk back a little bit. All right. But or I, I he like felt it. bad about it because he does that a lot. Sometimes he'll say something, he'll be really honest, which is uh, he's not always really honest. So he's he's he he puts a nice gloss on. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Sometimes like- something will slip out and then he'll be like, 
that's my feeling anyway, is that he like thinks about it later and goes, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And then, like you said, he walks it back. It might not be that she figured it out, though. It might just be that he felt bad. Yeah. He, yeah, because he's the nice beetle. He doesn't want to he doesn't want anyone to not like him. He's the PR guy. Yeah. yeah. I could see this song. I don't know what listening to it. It could fit like on the White Album as a you know. There's a lot of different things on the White Album. Yeah, you're know. right. I, just, I think you're like right. Something could fit there. So it's true. Yeah, true. Like it. Got to be honest, Keith. You're bringing the heat now. This is amazing. This is amazing. All downhill from here, <laughs> Kyle. What's the running time of the next song? Deep, deep feeling. It is. <laughs> Eight minutes, yes. and twenty-seven seconds. Yeah. Now, when I when I saw that when it popped Very up deep. in my in my iTunes, and I'm like, oh, an eight-minute Paul McCartney song. Uh, what's this going to be like? And uh, so let's hear. And and we'll, we're really going to be able to judge an eight-minute song from forty-five seconds, but we'll try. Let's hear. <laughs> let's hear some deep, deep feeling. You know that deep, deep feeling. When you love someone so much, you feel your heart's gonna burst. The feeling goes from best to worst. You feel your heart is gonna burst. Here in my heart, oh, I feel a deep devotion. It almost hurts. Oh, it's such a deep emotion. Time it rains, it sometimes gets too much. You know I feel the pain when I feel your loving touch. Emotion burns in the ocean of love. You got that hot emotion. Now I will tell you, uh, as many times as I've listened to this album, this song never feels like an eight-minute song to me. It uh, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't feel like a two-minute song. But you know what I mean? Like I don't feel like okay, wrap it up. Let's get going, Paul. I don't feel like that. I really, uh, I really dig this song too. It's like a kiss ass love fest. He should have come in here. He would have loved this. He would have loved this. He would have come in, um, made, made fun of Keith, call, <laughs> called him a wanker. I had to leave, right? I thought the deal was if Paul showed up, I had to leave. Oh my God. You know what? If Paul shows up, all three of you have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, I haven't listened to it as much as you have. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, how many songs, it seems like there's at least two, maybe three or more mm-hmm. songs that seem like they end and then come back. Oh, Am I know I what you mean. No, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It feels they, like they sound like they end and then, and then they, there's they like a reprise again. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, two or three of those. And I, and this is one of them, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I remember thinking when this was ongoing, why does he keep doing that? But why not just play through? I don't know. I don't really understand why, why he's doing that. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think because he's 78 that when he was recording, he would just doze off and then he would, uh, he would get back up and then start again from wherever he was at. And, and he just figured they'll love, they'll love it. They'll love it. Whatever I'm, I do, they'll love it. Paul McCartney. Come on. I put the number three what? on this thing. They love it. I say, I come up with the term rock down. They're all in. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, what do you think of deep, deep feeling? Do you have any deep, deep Um, feelings for it? it? Does it ever, 
does it kick in more or is that basically the whole eight minutes? No, it kicks in a little bit. It, it changes. It, there's a change. It's not just okay. that the whole time. I, I will say it didn't like when I looked at it, I was like, oh, we're already over a minute into the song. I didn't realize. Yeah. See, it kind of, it kind of goes by. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, I didn't mind. I was just curious as if it, if it, if it was that for eight minutes, I might get sick of it, but if it's changing a little bit, then fine. So Kyle, for the, you're the youngest person in the room at what? 31. I think I'd be younger than Keith. Yes. <laughs> You're 31. I, I 30. I'm 30. I had my uh, 17 year old when I was 13. Oh, so. bravo. Bravo. Uh, so, uh, why am I applauding that? <laughs> 13 year olds having a baby. I'm applauding it. So Kyle, uh, you're, the, you're the guy that talked about a van. I don't know. <laughs> I, I do have, a, I do have that sweet bubble pipe. Okay. Now Kyle, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you've probably never listened to a McCartney solo album before. I, yeah. Top to bottom. The show, probably not. No. Yeah. Okay. So what are you thinking of this so far? No, I like it. I was, I was a little bit worried when we were <laughs> going to do it, but I like Paul McCartney. Yeah. Who does? It's not like I said, wait, we're going to do the new Dylan album. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Bob Dylan. <laughs> Just, that would be painful for Kyle is what I'm saying. Well, that oh. has like a 16 minute song. Out. Oh my God. He does. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it feels like 32. It's the worst. <laughs> Listen to it. I hate it. Murder most foul. I call it song most bad. Keith you said it to me. Like I woke up in the morning and it was just like, listen to this horrible Dylan song and call me. <laughs> no <laughs> bias. The, that's the kind the of message was. That's the kind no of text bias. that we send. You have to look, all of Kyle and I, uh, our interactions are always, you have to look at this horrible thing and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Watch this bad movie and then uh, zoom. Keith, what'd you think of Deep, Deep Feeling? You know, I like it. I, I think I need to listen to the whole song again. Mm -hmm. but I like what I heard. But is this Paul's foray into like prog rock? Is that why it's eight and a half minutes? I don't know. I don't know if he's doing prog rock bullshit on us or not. But uh, but I do dig it. I do like it. So far, I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm a it's just that's song six this is a six out of six for me so far. Now this song yeah. I don't I don't remember this is the I don't remember how this next song goes sliding. Oh, I don't, I don't know how sliding goes. Gwen, you're already shaking your head, like you uh, you're digging. Well, it. it's it, I do dig it because well, play it. I'll know it because as soon as, as I, hear I it. said. As I go ahead. I was just gonna say as I've said I'm kind of a rhythm rhythm person. Rhythm person. So th yeah. So go play it now. All right. Play it now. a very distortion heavy song that's like a that's like a rock that's like a rock and groove this is the one where you and lavatory lil you guys go snort some coke and then you put this one on right this is but the I, one it reminds me very it's it feels wingsy to me it feels 70s oh, yeah it does feel like that good call yeah 
you know, like, like Wings Over America, I can see being like, you know, that's that era. I just love that kind of, I mean, it almost doesn't matter what the lyrics are on that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, um, so I like it. That's one of my one of my favorites. All right, excellent. You're lost in the hippy dippy drug haze of sliding. <laughs> drug haze. That's what I call it. Everything's about drugs now today. 2021, yeah. 2021, I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna take drugs for the first time, I think. Let's You've do never this. taken drugs? No, nothing. Good for you. Yeah. I've never smoked anything either. You should smoke it out of a pipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll pack that thing up. Make sure your first time is out of a pipe. Never had an edible, not a gummy, never smoked a cigarette, never smoked a cigar. Wow. Well, I've never smoked a cigar either. I only say this to sound high and mighty. <laughs> That's the only reason I put it out there. I know you want the, hor- the moral high ground. I get it. I do want the moral high ground. Now, did I drink, uh, did I drink uh, uh, some rum last night? Oh, yes, I did. So drinking is okay. Drinking's drinking's fine because my whole life drinking has always been legal. You know what I mean? You didn't drink before you were 21? I had some, I think I had a little champagne at prom and I swore to God I was going to be arrested and and taken to jail. So it was fear that's kept, it's not any moral issue. It's just fear that's kept Yeah, probably a little bit of both. But no, I really didn't drink, even in college, I really didn't drink until I was 21. I don't know why. Well, I'm, you're making me feel bad, Pat. So <laughs> I know. I feel like I such a, a delinquent. I had a fake ID in college. I was Joel Schneider from <laughs> Troy, Michigan. <laughs> Unwanted co-host Joel Schneider. I know you. <laughs> Keep going, <laughs> Keith. Tell this story. Yeah, Joel left his ID at this. Uh, I think the Statue of Limitations is up on this now. So, okay. Uh, he left his ID at the Munchie Mart uh, in Kalamazoo, and uh, I had a friend that worked at the Munchie Mart, and she said, well, you, you sort of look like this, Joel, so uh, I took the ID. Well, the first time I went to go buy beer with it, it turned out it was a girl that I went to high school with, and she's like, hey, didn't I go to high school with you? Said, oh, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. She she was like a year older than me. I'm Joel Schneider. Yeah, yeah. Joel Schneider. So, so I... You know, <clears throat> Yeah, so I was Joel Schneider for a few years. Did so. you look any anything close to this gentleman? Eh, somewhat. It worked. I never never had to take it away or anything. So what if you what told I, me to this day that's the same ID I use? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wish I still had it. But what I didn't have though, but I have a brother that's a few years older than me. Um, he had the ID where like they had the big cardboard cutout of a lot of like a driver's license of, from Kentucky. I think it was okay. that they had. And they would like take the picture with their head <laughs> inside this and then print out the picture and they would laminate it. So this is like an eight, that's like an eighties comedy where they do something like that. <laughs> it really legitimately happened though. So, yeah. and it worked and it worked. It, it, worked? it worked. Actually, I'll tell one more story. And then I promise they had a friend that was like a year uh, or two younger than them. And my brother had turned 21 and they went to this bar that was, is called the goat farm. And uh, all the names you say sound made up goat farm, munchie mart, even Kalamazoo sounds made up. (laughs) Uh, It's no longer there. They did, they did uh, shorten the name to the farm eventually. I don't know why they got rid of the goat, but uh, anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, So that their, their friend uh, Rob, he actually legitimately turned 21. He had been going to this bar for a few years with them with his fake ID. I don't know his name uh, on the fake, but uh, anyway, he showed up 
on 21 and he had the ID, his actual ID. And they're like, what, what are you doing here? Now you've been coming here for two years. (laughs) Right. Right. And now he's there legit. Now he's there legit. What if here's, here's the story that I'm playing in my head. Kyle, you've seen the stepfather movies. Yes. Yeah. Gwen, have you seen the stepfather movies? What? What are the stepfather? It's about a guy who's who has two families, and then he eventually kills one family and moves on to the next family. No, I was thinking I have of step it, nope. brother. I was thinking of step brothers <laughs> when you said I thought maybe you misspoke that took a yeah, pretty no. wild with, turn there. With all I have of not seen those. With all of Keith's talk of these fake IDs, what if his wife popped in the his office right now and said, "Joel, it's lunchtime." It'd be like a stepfather <laughs> moment. Oh my God, Keith has two uh, families. Uh, while we're completely <laughs> off subject on everything, sure. Oh, Stepfather one is great. Stepfather two is like good until a point where there's a glaring plot hole. And the plot hole is the kid hears a guy killing someone. And when he walks away, he hears him whistling a tune. Then later on, he hears his stepfather whistling the same tune, which is like fine. But the tune is Camp Town Races, which is like number one or two on just tunes people whistle. So like that's not that would not hold up in court. No, he should be whistling like you know, uh, you just know. nonsense. It could just be nonsense. Yeah, just make it the same thing. Just a little tune he made up himself. His killing tune. Yeah, Diddy. Keith, what Horrible. song do you whistle when you're killing people? <laughs> and then what song does Joel whistle? You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> what was that eight minute one that we just played? <laughs> deep, deep feeling. Deep, deep yeah, feeling. That's the one. That's the one. I can't even whistle, so I could. I guess I can't kill anyone. No, that's a prerequisite, right? I can't say that word either. That did not. That did not flow out. Prerequisite. Suddenly, I can't either. Prerequisite. I have to really think about it. We're all Elmer Fudd. If you just let it out there quickly. All right, moving on to the. Oh, did anyone have something else? We're good. Um, People are just saying prerequisite. Pre- prerequisite. That was slide in, and now we're going. No. Now we're going to the kiss. Well, of, I just want to say I really I liked that riff. I thought it was really crunchy, and yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with everyone today. It's 2021. Everything's about niceness. Although I did tweet some uh, stuff at Trump, Trump today. I started my day off right. Okay, uh, <laughs> the kiss of Venus. Kiss of Venus. Hold on, waiting for iTunes to spin its wheel. There we go. Or music, sorry, music. The kiss of Venus has got me on the go. She's got a bullseye in the that one that's nice it just I, it's just a nice little acoustic number and paul's voice sounds sweet and that's all i got to say about that what about you keith 
Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, coming off of the last one, which had the really crunchy guitar to just then be just Paul and the acoustic, uh, it's nice. So, yeah, I like Gwyn. You're muted, Gwyn. You're muted. I did that because I keep clearing my throat. Um, I like it because it's more, it's lighter. Like, same reason as I, so many songs on this album are kind of, you know, uh, almost dark. That I, I like the folksy kind of lighter. And he's doing that little falsetto. Yeah. I like I like it too. Kai, what about you? Uh, yeah, like, I don't know if I would listen to that on the regular, but it's a nice song. As April Richardson would say, not on the reg. <laughs> You yeah. want to listen to it on the reg? Yeah, it's fine. All right, I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a screen capture, so I want all, everyone to look at their camera and make their best face. All right, did it, done. Keith, I said your best face, Keith. Dag. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. <laughs> Is that a baseball photo behind you, Keith? Yeah, what, what do you got there, like Keith? That is, yes, that here. I can tilt it up, I guess, here. That is the uh, Detroit Tigers all-time uh, team. Um, Who's your favorite? Close their their stadium, Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of cr- came up with their all-time team, and it's signed by a lot of uh, a lot of those players that were alive that time. Unfortunately, Ty Cobb was unavailable. So I don't know if you guys are any good at forging, but I do need his signature added <laughs> to that. So Now, this is since Kyle's pointing stuff, stuff out, this is going to sound weird. Uh, Keith, is that a swastika armband you're wearing? God. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Okay. No. Okay, good. It, it, it looks like, like it. To, you are wearing it. I do like your boy Howdy shirt, though. He is wearing yeah, a boy Howdy was, cream uh, T-shirt. Yeah, that was a Christmas present. Oh, excellent! Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch the documentary? Yes, yeah, it was it was really it's good. really good. Did you have Cream Magazine, Gwyn? Did I have Cream Magazine? Yeah. Did you buy Cream or just High Times? Uh, just High Times. <laughs> I I don't uh, I never bought Cream. To okay. me, um, um, you know, I was a kind of a it was a little bit. It had bands in it that I didn't follow. Gotcha. Okay, it's a good doc though. It's a good documentary. What was kind of crazy was the, the, you know, when they moved into like, I'm going to call it a commune, but where they all sort of lived in lived the same together. Yeah. house. Yeah. That was one town over from where I grew up. I, I was too <laughs> young at that That's... time when, uh, uh, you know, when they did that. Because mm-hmm. then they moved their offices to uh, Birmingham, uh, Michigan. But in Wall Lake, Michigan, they, they all lived, like all the writers lived in this one house for a year or two. Yeah, so. they operated a magazine out of a house like it was an office building. Uh, there's wow. a there's a great story in it. Uh, Chad Smith, the drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he lived. Um, I guess was it Birmingham? Is that what you said it was? Birmingham, Birmingham was where their uh, offices were. was, and he lived like the next town over. And he was looking in the magazine, and the address said Birmingham. It said the suite number and the building and everything. He's like, "Are you kidding me?" And so he rides his bike to that building and he parks his bike and as he's going to walk in the building, Alice Cooper comes walking out the front door and he's just like, it was like, what the heck? This is it. Wow. So that was a pretty cool story. I like that. That's a good doc. Uh, Okay. Moving on to track nine of 11. This is seize the day. 
start with you well i think you might know what i'm gonna say i love this song yeah um and uh except for the very beginning with whatever that is that organ or whatever i don't i don't like it it's too it's too like late 70s early 80s for mm-hmm. me i don't i don't like that but i love the song other than that it's it's one of my favorite i think because it sounds a little beatly yeah it know? does and uh you know the, i like the i like the 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 funny or nonsensical lyrics, Yankee toes and Eskimos. And later on right. he says dinosaurs and Santa Claus. That doesn't rhyme. What are you doing? Nope. He's Paul. He can do it. All right. He'll make it work. He'll make it work. Yeah. I really like it. And I, uh, I probably, I was going to say my favorite song. I don't, I don't know if it takes over from lavatory Lil. Maybe it does. It, it might. It's a close, it's a close race. Yep. Uh, Keith, let me ask you this. Are you uh, do you support the show through Patreon? Yes, I do, Pat. That's yeah. good. That's good to know. And uh, and I thank you because, you know, I put out today on Facebook. I do this every New Year's Day. I put out on Facebook and I put out on Twitter that you can you can you can virtually co-host the show and pick the topic uh, for a hundred bucks. And I usually put that out for like uh, five people. And then those always go really quickly. And people are going to be so pissed off that Keith just popped in here for free today and he gets to co-host. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you something that I haven't PayPal, but I actually did. Uh, I signed up for one of those. So, and now that you said that, you can't make this count as my uh, co-host. So wait, so and you did one of the ones we were going to do in person? No, no, I did. I did it through uh, uh, PayPal. Today. Oh, oh, you did it today. You're one of the people that did it today. I did. Yes. Yeah. You oh, I'm glad it. we're getting it out of the way now. That was quick. <laughs> We're all we're all done. Well, I, now I'm going to be honest with you, Keith. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that now because I'm really enjoying you. Well, thank you. No, yeah. I, I'm glad. Yeah. I saw what you're saying I passed the audition. You, you, Keith is an instant favorite. He's an instant favorite. He's articulate. He's he's pleasant on the eye. Uh, he does research. <laughs> well, other than that, well, you know, I don't care if you wear it. Just cover it up. He looks like he smells good. Yeah, he looks I, like uh, yeah. You look like you showered today too. Something yeah. I didn't do. I, I did. Uh, I actually wasn't going to, and then but I fried up some bacon, and then I was walking around smelling like bacon, and I, I got a shot. <laughs> oh, and now I like you even more. So can I, can I um, is it too late is that for my co-hosting? Can I uh, co-host that episode, though, as Joel Schneider? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to set up two computers. I want you to look this way, you're Joel Schneider, and then when you look this way, you're Keith. You'll get to play twice as many songs that way. Perfect. Perfect. I'm in. So. All right. Moving on to the uh, the second song to have the word deep in the title. This is track 10. This is Deep Down. Mm-hmm. Gonna get deep down. Wanna do it right. Wanna get deep down. Look around. Let's end the time tonight. Gonna get you up, gonna 
pages of lyrics on this song i like the groove though is this paul's sex song on here is this his fu you of 2020 <laughs> uh maybe uh but he's you know doesn't he say wait i just pulled up the lyrics there's so many lyrics i doesn't he say that they're talking at some point when it get you up, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, then he wants to get a bite, which means uh, dinner or lunch or bacon. <laughs> I want to talk to you. Going to let you know. Come let me be with you. I think he wants to have like a really, really, really deep conversation with someone all night long in a diner somewhere. This is what's going on in my head. So you took I it. You took. There's a lot. There's a lot of lyrics here, but it doesn't really not very intellectual in what no. he's saying here. It's really pretty basic. So yeah. Like if you running, this is, this is the second to last track, right? So yep. maybe he was running out of ideas and he's like, I'm just going to put a bunch of words. We're going to make. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he, go ahead. Gwen. It seems like on some of these songs, he, he, I mean, and we all know the story that he was just playing around in the studio and it sort of became an album. Yes. So I think some of these songs, he's just, he's in some sort of groove on it. And he's just finding words to go with it. I don't think, I think he's, that's why I think we have the eight minute song. I think he's just going with it. He's having fun. He's yeah. sticking yeah. with it. I think the same thing kind of happened here. He's just throwing out words. I don't know that it has any real deep meaning. Almost like he's just scatting the lyrics off the top of his head. Right. If you read these as like uh, Keanu Reeves, um, <laughs> they're like, you know, whoa, going to get deep down. <laughs> I'll do it right. <laughs> what was um, that, what was that movie that he was in where he played himself? Speed. What? <laughs> Speed no, was, two. Uh, Speed two. Cruise um, control. Is that Netflix movie uh, with Ali Wong? I think. Yeah. Well, he was supposed to be like super, like intense. Always be like, my maybe. Is that what it was? Yeah. Always be my maybe. Sounds like, right. Like super guru type guy. So that's that's what he would be. <laughs> He would be saying this in that voice. Whoa. I just, I just want to talk to you. <laughs> I want to talk all night. I just really want to get deep. But then he wants to take a bite. And to me, that's... Take a bite. Does that mean take a bite out, out of you intellectually? Or does that mean... Take a bite out of crime. Oh, this is McGruff. <laughs> McGruff the crime dog. I love it. Paul does like to uh, make music for some animated things. So maybe that's what he's working on. Maybe that's what this came from. Take a bite. All right. I can't believe that we've only been recording for an hour and 12 minutes. This feels like such a jam-packed, fun show. But it's not over yet. Keith, stick around. I want you to get every penny of that $100. My wife um, is wondering what, <laughs> what the heck I'm doing in here anyway. Do you have to go? You don't have to go, do you? No, no, no. Of course not. What do I have to do, Pat? That's true. Yeah. You got snow to shovel? 
Uh, actually, it is snowing outside right now. Yes. Oh, oh that's nice. We don't we have, have that here. Plow, plow service. So. You have a plow service? Yes. Oh, fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- typically I do travel quite a bit. Um, and so I have that to help the family. But for the last year, I haven't been traveling, but I kept the plow service. Wait, so. Can you tell us what you do for a living, Keith? Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm in sales. So uh, so, was step, I, so was the guy in Stepfather. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I have to travel a lot to my other family. Uh, but no, I, I'm my uh, independent sales rep. Makes it easier. Uh, independent sales rep sell mostly toys and sporting goods uh, to a lot of retailers. Oh, fun! Are you and now? Are you able to do work from home during the pandemic? Yeah. Yep. All right. Good. Yep. Good. Good. Then good. Everyone in everyone in the Zoom here is lucky during the pandemic. So that's nice. Very lucky. All right. Moving on, and we're all lucky to listen to this album, Babel. <laughs> I didn't even say people. I said Babel. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Babel. It's a combo. Hey, Babel. It's a all new right. word. Like okay. Rockdown. It's a new word that you... It's like Rockdown. Yeah, I, I created it. It means a group of people is a Babel. All right. Now, this song has the same riff, riff as the opening track. The opening track was Long-Tailed Winter Bird, and this song is called Winter Bird When Winter Comes. And maybe Keith will be able to look this up. I think the, vo- <laughs> I think the vocal on this, I think this might be, this might be an old song that he took the vocal from, because... If you, I, I'm pretty sure if you listen to this, his voice is really on point. I could be wrong. Keith will tell us. He'll correct me. Let's hear Winter Bird When Winter Comes. Now, I don't know if I'm correct about this or not. Maybe Keith knows, but I feel like that vocal is not Paul 2020. Did you find anything out, Keith? Yes, you are. You are correct, Pat. And my crack research that I, uh, I did prior to this recording. So uh, <laughs> that actually uh, that song was actually recorded during the Flaming uh, Pie uh, sessions. Wow. With George Martin as a producer. So. A little intro uh, that comes from the the beginning uh, was new, and then rolls into the song, which was from uh, the Flaming Pie sessions. So. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because you can, I mean, the the voices. Yeah. It's peak Paul. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the I like the line where he says that we'll warn our toes to stay indoors because it's so cold out. So, hey toes, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Where are you going? Get in here. Kyle, what'd you think of that one? Yeah, that was fine. It was like, it was nice. Oh, that it, here like, he comes. Here's, here's the cynical it's Kyle. It's just like, it wasn't for me, but I didn't then like, is, you know, All right. it wasn't for me. It was fine. It, it's not young people music. Is that what you're saying? A little bit. All right. Well, let's hear from this babble. Uh, Gwen, what do you, you, you like that one? I do. I mean, um, I, I do because, because it's, it sounds more like familiar, Paul. Yes. To me. Um, and I think this album overall, I love that it's completely different mm-hmm. because I love that he's always doing different stuff. I, that's one of the things I love most about him. Um, but it's also, it challenges me a little bit because I know what, you know, I'm, I want Paul the way I want Paul right. to sound and stuff. So I have to, but that's good. I mean, it challenges me to, to think a little bit differently. And I remember seeing an interview with, um, with, uh, with uh, Elvis Costello. I think it was it in the eight days a week um, documentary. I'm not um, sure. I don't think I've seen that, but. People will connect. People. Oh my will, God. If you're wrong, people will tweet at us and correct you and yell. Okay. So. Well, it, it, Elvis Costello said at one point when, cause he was a kid when the albums were coming out, I guess. And like when revolver came out, for instance, I don't know if that's the one he talked about, but he, he said he didn't like it. Like wow. he was like, what is this? It doesn't sound like the Beatles. Like it didn't sound like he wanted the Beatles to sound, but then by like the second or third time he listened to it, it was his new favorite album, yes. you know? So it's that it's that business of sort of letting yourself be taken with them as they evolve. And and so, I mean, I can't really fault him for for doing new stuff. And I mean, I just I have to adjust. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes but this it, song, this song reminds me more of what I'm used to for him. And that's why I like it, I guess. And sometimes if I like a, an album immediately, I end up getting sick of that album and then maybe not liking it at all. So if an album grows on me slowly then it's like oh my god this is like one of my favorites of all time now so uh so i know exactly what you're saying and keith did you like that last song i i did i like how it ties back into the first song i kind of you know i like that so and then in my research too it also he he, when they did the reissue of flaming pie uh uh not too long ago yes this past year and uh, they were going to release that as a bonus track, but then he thought that's too good to be released as a bonus track because bonus tracks are forgotten. And I like that. That's I like true. that he was able to bring it in and tie it into this this new album. And it is just him playing, so it's still, uh, it still it still goes with the rest of the album where it's everything by Paul. It just Absolutely. Yeah. And like- and he could only put this song at the end because um, it would be too jarring in the middle or at the beginning. Um, you know, you have to have that, you have to have the old, you know, timey Paul vocal to take you out. Yeah. Perfect. Agreed. Now, Gwen, you have all these, um, you have all the other uh, bonus tracks. I know that they're just like, don't you have the four bonus tracks from this album? No, no, no. Um, each color. Had one bonus track. Had one bonus track. I only bought one. Actually, on your advice, Pat, you said. Um, he'll probably put out a deluxe edition at the yes, later I, in the year yes, with all, of with the, all bonus the bonus tracks. tracks. But I think the bonus tracks are just uh, demos or a house recording, or uh, it's not like is, it's not like four other songs. They're they're no, all songs we've heard, just different. Uh, like, what was your one bonus track? My one bonus track is uh, is Winterbird, Winterbird when okay. winter comes. Um, and I. Uh, Wait, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not. What am I saying? It's Lavatory, Lavatory Lil bonus track. It's an outtake. 
of lavender okay. lily. Okay. And I like it better because it's raw. It's, it's raw. It's very raw. Yeah. And so, I actually like it better. So Paul's putting a lot of stuff out there for collectors, but please know that the four bonus tracks are, they're not different songs. They're songs that have been on, that are already on the album, just in a different uh, version, either a demo or a. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do. I have, Is that I, true? I, I have the four. I just don't have the list in front of me. Oh, okay. I would have to open my iTunes and look. And I'm not doing that. No, that's way too much. <laughs> that's Keith's job. Um, <laughs> I don't have all those songs. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right, guys. Uh, what should we, Gwen? What was your favorite song on the album? Because I, I, we'll use that as the play out. And Kyle, I'll I'll put that in after the fact. So don't worry. Um, I think on on this listening, I think it's got to be "Seize the Day." Seize the Day. Okay, that'll be our play out song. Uh, I want to go around and thank everyone. First of all, Kyle, thank you for joining us on New Year's Day and playing yeah. the songs for us. And are you going to join me when Keith comes back? Is it going to be the three of us? Yeah, yeah, I'll come. I'll come for that for sure. All right, cool. Uh, Keith, thank you for popping in here. This was great fun, and it added some uh, some texture and color to the show, and it let the people uh, meet you. And now they're going to look forward to hearing you again. Well, I gave all my good stories, so the next time I'm not really going to have anything to tell. So. Just make, make up some up. stuff. Yeah, that's I'll what we do. Stories. That's what we do. Joel will have some really good stories. <laughs> yes, I want to hear from Joel <laughs> Schneider. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I uh, that I was able to stop in. This is not anything that I expected. I was just going to uh, watch a little bit of the uh, recording and uh, you know and have it, but I, it was a, this was fun. I'm not letting you go, uh, Keith. You're too good. Uh, Gwen, thank you as always for coming here and talking about Paul McCartney music. And thank you. if we could do it in person, I would have done a track by track from uh, one, two, and then three, but that, yeah. that's, that would be exhausting on zoom, but we'll do that. We'll, and you're going to be back for sure. I would love for to, sure. I love doing this. Good. And, and we love um, you ha- being here. Aw. this is, I love this whole babble. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite new year's day ever. All right. Let's do a quick some quick promoting. Follow us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. You can follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny, and you can go to RockSolidPodcast.com for all things about the show: T-shirts, Patreon, all that good stuff. Gwen, you're on Twitter. Where are you at on Twitter? Um, I think I think I'm at Gwen's here. Is that it? At Gwen's here, and you're it's G W Y N. It's Gwen, not. G-W-E-N. Don't ever say it. I'll kill you. She'll take you down. She'll take you down. (laughs) Keith, where are you at on Twitter? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Keith Jacobson. uh, Yeah, it's S-E-N. All right. (laughs) I'm also going to check to see if at Joel Schneider is available. Oh, yeah. You got to get that. You got to get that. Uh, everyone follow everyone follow Keith. I I, I want Keith to have a spike in in Twitter followers, followers just from this show. And if he doesn't, I'll have, my Twitter, I'll have to up my Twitter game. I'm okay. more of a replier. I don't, I don't, you know, <laughs> post a lot, but I'll have to up it a little bit. So, all right. Well, look, I'm just checking. It is at Gwyn's underscore here. At Gwyn, you're very active on Twitter. I can tell Gwyn. <laughs> well, I don't often look for my own name. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm going to count to three. We're all going to say happy new year and then we're done. Are you ready? Let's Wait. see if we can sync it. Okay. I have a question. I have a question oh, for you. Yes, please ask. Not for recording. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you text that. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. 
Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Oh, that's a cluster. Okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm going to stop recording and please enjoy Seize the Day. Seize the day, seize the day, seize the day.